Hi, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And we're F and A. If this is your first time here, welcome. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. So you'll be notified every time we upload a new video. That's right. And today, we're talking about Loki episode five. Now streaming on Disney Plus. And they oh my god, they just keep getting better and better and better. I know, I know. It's like WandaVision was awesome. Yeah. Captain or the Falcon and Winter Soldier was awesome. Yeah. This is just beyond awesome. Like, Clearly my favorite. I'm bummed out because there's only six episodes. Right. I want it to be more than six episodes. I would definitely take more. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take whatever I can I, get. Yeah, I know. I, But season two, there's going to be a season two. Yes. And we don't know if that's going to take place right after this finale. Right. Or if it's going to take place after the movies like Doctor right. Strange, Spider-Man, you know. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how it's going to go. We'll find out after uh next couple of days. Yep. Well, the title of this episode is Journey into Mystery. That's right. And actually, Journey into Mystery is uh, where Loki made his first appearance in Journey into Mystery number 85. Ah. Yep. Nice. Pretty sweet. I know. Well, episode starts off right where we left off. Loki getting pruned, and he wakes up in... The void. The void. Yeah. And as we're coming in on this opening shot, we're zooming in to where Loki's laying, and he meets these other three Lokis. But on our way, we get a couple, our first couple Easter eggs in this episode. You call it Easter Egg Island. Easter Egg Island. Yeah. They should have named the episode <laughs> Easter Egg Island. Um, you get a quick shot of Doctor Strange's Sanctum Santorum. Yep. Um, you just see a bunch of these goofy little birds. You see them better yeah. later in the episode, but yeah. they're kind of scattered all throughout the uh, opening shot as well. And then if you take a good close look at Avengers Tower, uh, Stark Tower, it doesn't say Stark. It says Kang, uh, Q-E-N-G, but it's pronounced the same way. And in mm-hmm. the comics, that's actually uh reference to Kang Enterprises. Um, they purchased Avengers Tower uh, from okay. Tony Stark. And after a long ordeal with their supervisor, Mr. Griffin, they find out that it, he was involved with Kang the Conqueror. Ah. Well. So just another clue pointing to who may or may not be behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. Well, after the void, we're back at the TVA, and Sylvie still has Ravana as her hostage. Mm-hmm. And Ravana, trying to get out of it a little bit, you know, she tells Sylvie... What if I told you Loki's not dead? Right. Sylvie's, you know, oh, yeah, come on. She ain't buying it yet. Yeah. And Ravana tells her that, you know, she wants to find out who's behind the TVA as well. Right. Because she wants to know who's been lying to her this entire time. Because we see that, you know, the, you know, sacred timekeepers, they were fake. They weren't real. No. Turned out to be a couple, uh, well, as Sylvie called them, mindless androids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ravana tries to explain to her that, you know, Loki's not dead. When we prune him, uh, it's, we well, prune him to a branch timeline she, that. She explains to her that when they, when they prune a branch reality, it doesn't actually get erased. Yeah. It gets yeah. transferred from one point to another 
and it gets sent to the end of time um, right before I guess where the well we'll find out later what yeah. what what what's right before it so but yeah they they transfer it from one spot to another it's a little confusing like hearing her explain it mm-hmm. but you, you kind of get the gist of it I got it yeah well back at the void mm-hmm. uh Loki he's he's confused and I feel bad for him because he has no idea what's going on and we see you know you got boastful Loki. You got classic Loki, mm-hmm. young Loki, and our favorite. And Gator Loki. Gator Loki. Yeah, I love it. And these are all variants, and he has no idea. You know, he's he's confused, and they're telling him, hey, when you're pruned, this is where you end up. Right. It's The, it's TV, the TVA had tracked nothing. every single one of them down, and we get a little deeper with each one of their backstories later, but the TVA... You know, they pruned each and every one of these guys and sent them all here. Yes. And the one big thing that's keeping them there is this giant monster. It's like a cloud monster. Oh, yeah. Eliath. Eliath. Uh, yeah. the temporal cloud wolf is what I'm calling him in the show. Uh, <laughs> Eliath is a trans-temporal being that destroys all that it touches. Uh, made its first appearance in Avengers The Terminatrix Objective, number one, in July of 1993. Um, most of its appearances in the comics have also involved Kang the Conqueror, so here's another clue yeah. to who may or may not be behind the curtain. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Kang. Some people were thinking it's it's a variant of Loki. Yeah. So, who knows? I, I've been going back and forth Yeah. on which it could be. Yeah. So. Um, after, uh, you know, they're talking and he's finding out about Elioth and Elioth doesn't let anybody leave. They go to their little underground bunker and there's an Easter egg here as well. It shows them going to this underground bunker, which turns out to be like a bowling alley, Mm -hmm. but it shows in the dirt, there is a Thor and a jar, but it's frog Thor. Frog Thor. Yeah. Well, let's jump back real quick, and once we first showed up back here in the void again, yeah, there I I didn't know when to throw this in there because there is just a slew of Easter eggs. Yeah, so I'm gonna jump in real quick. And as they were walking through the void, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing they see is this old wooden ship. That's right. Now I didn't think about it at first, but after a while, I was wondering, could this be the ship of Theseus? From WandaVision. From WandaVision, maybe. Um, There was a giant UFO-type spaceship. We've seen that in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Loki meets the other Lokis. Red Red Skull's weird Nazi ship (laughs) from the first Captain America movie. There was a portion where Red Skull jumped in this jet, and the propeller, like, it kind of rotated very strange. Yeah. You could see the rubble of one of those kind of sticking in the ground. Um, there's a giant yellow jacket helmet. Yellow jacket being the villain from the first Ant Man. That's right. Uh, movie. That's right. The last we've seen of Darren Cross, uh, Scott Lang zapped him with the little disc, and he just shrunk into nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, we also just found out the other day that he is confirmed to be coming back for Ant Man three. Ooh. Uh, along the way, we see the greatest Easter egg I have ever seen in my entire life. The yellow Thanos helicopter. <laughs> I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would see this in a Marvel property, yeah. in a movie, in a show, or anything. 
I had no idea. Well, what, to, yeah. in, in, in Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. Thanos' dual-sided sword, and remember how he kind of spun it? Mm-hmm. That was to reference his helicopter. And I, we all thought that that was all we were going to get as far as that Easter egg went. Yeah. But no, they threw the, the straight up, they just threw the whole helicopter in here. Yep. Um, uh, Spidey, Spidey Super Stories number 39 in March of 1979 is uh, where that first showed up. Okay, okay. Uh, right next to that helicopter, there was a giant bomb. Uh, it possibly being the nuke from the first Avengers movie that Tony Stark took up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then they arrive at the uh, variant Loki's hideout. Yeah, that's the, the bowling alley. And, yes, and as she said, when they pan down through the ground, we get a shot of a full-size Mjolnir and uh, in a the poor guy in a jar. It was Throg, and it said T-365, and that was for Thor number 365, which was Throg's first appearance in February of 1986. Yep, yep. I don't know about you, but that, that shot gave me a little bit of anxiety. I felt so bad for that little frog. I'm so claustrophobic. Stuck inside that jar, and who knows how long he's been in there. Yeah. And and as guardians, like, do they have to eat? Or you know what I mean? They yeah. they live like five thousand years. Yeah. I don't, how I long don't has know. that poor guy been in there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I'm very claustrophobic. Oh, it's like being buried alive. Yeah. I don't like it. Um. Well, yeah, back. But, yeah, back to the bowling alley. Yeah, back to the bowling alley. Um, young Loki was saying that his Nexus event was he killed Thor. That was his Nexus event. Yeah, he told him that when they were walking to the bowling alley. Yeah, right? when they were walking to the bully. I'm sorry, bowling alley. Right. Um, real quick, we jump back to the TVA before mm-hmm. we find out the other Loki's Nexus events, and this is where Miss Minutes shows up. Okay. Because Ravana is asking her to find all these files on the beginning of time. Right. And uh, I noticed that she keeps looking down at her temp pad, and all of a sudden, these guards show up, mm-hmm. and they're going after Sylvie. Sylvie pruned herself so she can go to be where Loki's at. Mm-hmm. Well, dur- but, dur- during this segment here, we get a, yeah. some interesting dialogue between the characters. Um uh, Ravana, she had asked about these files of the beginning of time. Sylvie's the one that suggested, well, what about the end of time, That's right? right. Yep. And referencing what she had told her earlier about how that instead of erasing, erasing these brands' timelines, they were transferring them. She figured out that that they could, you know, that uh, the TVA couldn't be able to track them there, yeah. right? Yeah. So now they're trying to figure out how they're going to get there. And uh, Ravonna is is stalling, yeah. right? And Sylvie gets irritated. And she's like, "Well, uh, I I don't have any more use for her." Mm-hmm. And then Miss Minutes jumps in and says, "What about the prototype ship?" Yeah, the like the spacecraft or whatever. Okay, she's the one that brought it up. Mm-hmm. There's more to that character. Yeah, she's okay? not just a. If you watch, like I was saying, if you watch her facial animation expressions, mm-hmm. they're, they are concern, worry. Yeah. Right? She knows what's going on. See, there's She's intelligence. She's not just a computer. No, yeah. there's intelligence to her, 
and yep. there's more to her, and we're going to find out something more about her in this next episode. I hope so. I do. I like Miss Minutes. I think mm-hmm. she's cute. Well, uh, yeah, like I was saying, Sylvie, she pruned herself because she, like, I think right. she wants to get to Loki. Well, she kn- she knew, she already had find, found out that if she pruned herself that she would get transferred to this, yeah. this void where the other Loki was. Mm-hmm. She didn't know uh, anything else. She didn't know about Elioth or all these other variants or anything else. Mm-mm. So it was a pretty risky move on her part. Yeah. But she was kind of at a, she was at a dead end where she was at at the moment. Yeah, she absolutely. knew the timekeepers weren't there. She knew they weren't real, mm-hmm. and she needs to link back up with Loki, and she they need to work together and find out what the hell's going on. Yep. Uh, back at the bowling alley, yes, the, the Loki's hideout. This Be- is where before you get into their dialogue in oh, this okay. bowling alley. Uh, if you look in the background, you can see a Polybius video game. Okay. Okay, the, the, the arcade-style cabinet. Polybius was basically a 1980s conspiracy that it was a video game created to control the minds of people, mm-hmm. supposedly gre- created by the government or aliens or some shit, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it showed up, and then it mysteriously disappeared. Eventually, you know, it it never existed. Yeah. It, it became like a cultural phenomenon and slash conspiracy, and people started, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that game or whatever. They never seen it. Yeah. But it was interesting that they threw it in here. That is cool. Uh, Boastful Loki is talking. I, I'm guessing this is his Nexus event. Uh, he says that he killed Captain America and Iron Man, mm-hmm. and after that, he, he claimed was... his prize, which was all six Infinity Stones. Right, and then they all laughed at him. Yeah. Actually, Gator, Loki, growls. And, and rolls his eyes. If you pay attention, yep. his, his eyes flicker. And that was him calling him a liar. Right. So he gets all pissed off and says, at least my Nexus event wasn't eating the wrong neighbor's cat. <laughs> right. So is that what is that what Gator's I think that event was Gator's was? Nexus. Ate the wrong cat. Mm-hmm. Don't be eating cats. Old Loki, a.k.a. classic Loki. Yes. He explains that in his timeline, um, his... I hope, I hope he comes back in some shape, form, and yeah. capacity. I love Richard E. Grant. As classic yeah. Loki. Yeah. Perfect. Well, he says that everything proceeded correctly his entire life until Thanos attacked his ship. Yes. And we get a little bit Yeah, of... old, hold on. Old Loki tells his story, which turns out to be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he tells his version of meeting Thanos in Endgame. And yeah. that instead of confronting Thanos, stabbing him like all the other Lokis did, mm-hmm. he hid and cast a projection of himself, an illusion of himself, so realistic that it fooled the Mad Titan, which the is ma- Thanos, which is Thanos, and then he floated amongst the debris. Yeah, is in, he's as he said, inanimate debris for yes. a long time until he fi- finally set up on some secluded planet. And lived in solitude for many, many years until he got lonely mm-hmm. and decided to uh, – he wanted to go see his brother Thor and see if he missed him. And as soon as he tried to leave the planet, the TVA showed up and took him away. Yeah, he said as soon as he took one foot off the planet, right? they came and nabbed now, him Now, is this a hint or a clue 
to how our Loki, our endgame Loki, could have survived that situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't care how many times Eric Voss wants to claim this theory as his own. We didn't have a channel to brag about it, but we said the same thing. Many Absolutely. people, many people have called that same theory. Yeah, that uh, that Loki definitely could have survived. And that Eric situation. Voss thinks that he's the only one that came up with it. Yeah, no, sorry, dude. Yeah, there's other people out there. Now he also explains to the lo- other Lokis that their their knives, their blades, their swords are weak in comparison to a Loki sorcery, yes. and then that the the uh, blades actually stunt their magical potential. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, our Loki in the show here, mm-hmm. he he wants to kill Elioth, and he he's trying to find a way. He tries to rally the troops. Yeah he, yeah, he tries to find a way to rally the troops, and they all laugh at him. So he goes off on his own, and as soon as he climbs up the ladder and opens up the hatch, yeah. we see, like, how many... Other variants of Loki. A whole, a whole, a whole new dozen of Lokis, including an actual Tom, another Tom Hiddleston Loki, which was the vote Loki. Vote, vote Loki. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, this Loki is a variant that ran for president in Vote Loki number one in June of 2016, and this comic run was basically a play on the 2016 pl- presidential elections. Yeah. Um, in that comic, Loki Loki ran under America. If I were your president, I'd have the guts to lie right to your face, and you'd love it. Yep, um, that sounds like Loki. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we see Sylvie. She wakes up. Yep, she in wakes an up abandoned in the void. Bus, and, yeah, in the void in an abandoned bus. And you said it looks like a nest. If it, yeah, if you look, because it, it's quick. Like she gets up and she she doesn't stick around very long. Yeah. Um, she looks like it's some type of large bird's nest, maybe. Or some people were kind of speculating maybe it's a variant of Groot. Um, if you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, Groot had grown like a ball around them to protect them, to protect yeah. them during the crash. And it could be uh, remnants of that. Very well could be. Once she wakes up in the bus, she sees... Elioth, Elioth. yeah, he immediately attacks her. And she goes flying. And at one point, she actually connects with him. Mm -hmm. And she can see a very, very fast, like, split-second image. Yes, real quick montage of images. Yes. Um... There's a large asteroid. I, I I went through this and I went frame by frame and tried to get as many details as I could. Uh, there's a large asteroid type rock floating in space. Mm-hmm. Just it's it's just a void in space. We don't know if this is actual space or the quantum realm or something new. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's very colorful. Uh, the colors are very. Uh, very similar to what we have seen in the quantum realm. Yeah. Um, also, some people are pointing out that the colors match Kang's colors Ooh. from the comic books. So um, the images move quick, but they they as they pass by, they're continually zooming in on this rock, and eventually we see some type of a fortress. Yeah. Then we zoom in on the doorway, and that on the doorway there are statues on both sides of the doorway. Each a, each is an hourglass. 
Then it zooms upwards on the building to where that glowing orange tower was. Looks like a lighthouse. It looks like some type of a lighthouse or a power source. It's a a lookout tower that they can look through all the time from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, But it it definitely highlighted that tower. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then it, it it cuts back to to Sylvie, and we see Mobius. He we we see a car. It's yeah, it's like a pizza car, pizza delivery car. Mm-hmm. But it's Mobius and Mobius, and she jumps in. And he goes, "You really ought to be careful jumping <laughs> in the strangers' cars like that." Yeah, it's wow. funny. Wow, wow. Uh, at the hideout, we see all the other Lokis. Yes. You know, they come in. And boastful Loki, Loki, we find out that he actually betrayed young Loki, classic Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the variants start fighting. Yes. And Gator Loki <laughs> jumps up and bites Boat Loki's hand yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And his scream was the funniest <laughs> scream I ever heard if, in if, my life. If you listen, even after it, it cuts, cut the frame goes off of him. You can still hear them screaming in the background. <laughs> it's pretty So good. they're all practically killing each other, and classic old Loki, he creates this, uh, like, portal. And well, him- first, first he creates a, a, an illusion of all four of them. Oh, He creates right. an illusion of him, our Loki, boastful Loki, kid Loki, and gator Loki, and as soon as the illusion appears... Kid Loki chucks the gut Gator Loki at one of the other ones. That's right. That's and right. Then, and then old uh, classic Loki, he creates a portal, and they ex- escape. Yes. Yeah. Now, before we move on, I want to jump back real quick to where Mobius had picked up Sylvie. Because there was a few Easter eggs we missed there. Okay. Um, as they're driving in this pizza car trying to get away from Elioth, mm-hmm. in the distance you can see uh, the Pyramid of Giza. And that's right. And the Sphinx with a nose. And this is another hint towards Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. Not only in the city is in his city of Chronopolis did he have a copy of the Pyramid of Giza and the Sphinx, but he also, when he first started his journey, he he stole time technology from Doctor Doom, and uh, or it's. it's Stole a time ship from Doctor Doom and uh, made it look like the Sphinx and okay. used it to travel back to 800 BC to become Ramatut and start his journey as Kang the Conqueror. Well, how about that? Well, how about that? How about that? Well, while they're walking, the Lokis, uh, Sylvie, and Mobius. They meet up. They finally meet up. Yes. And, and it was so cute. Loki went running to Sylvie, and I thought they were going to hug her. You said Sylvia Mobius. Oh, shit. Sorry. Loki. Sylvia Loki. went running up to Sylvie. I thought they were going to have a smooch or a hug. I did, too. I really did. I, I really did thought too. we were going to get a smooch or a hug, because Loki, he was he was boner running. Yeah. He was. Absolutely. Super excited. He explains to them, Loki explains to Sylvia Mobius that he wants to kill Elioth. Uh-huh. Sylvie's like, uh uh-uh. I want to enchant him. I connected with him, and I feel that I can seriously get through and enchant him and mm-hmm. find out. Because she believes on the other side, like through him, 
they're going to find their answers. Okay. Because they weren't finding answers at the TVA about the timekeepers and all this crap. So she, she thinks that Eliath is the answer. So they, uh, they actually have a cute moment. They go to, where do they end up at? The building where Mobius is inside talking with young Loki and Gator Loki and all them. Um, we missed something here. We missed the part where old classic Loki and kid Loki before, before they, they reunite. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before Sylvie and Mobius and Loki reunite with each other. Yeah. Classic Loki and, and friends, they all go out and remember kid Loki had that strange device. Oh, I forgot about okay. that. That's my dad. And they took him out to this. It was a big opening in the void. And I think it was some type of a tracker. Yeah. All right. Because it took him to where an event was about to happen. And a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a version of the USS, um, oh, hell, Eldridge. Okay. The USS Eldridge appeared, like, basically out of nowhere and dropped into the void. Loki and them are watching to see what Elioth does, right? Because they're trying to come up with their plan of attack. Elioth comes down and just wipes this boat out instantly. They were yeah. The boat was firing its, its cannons and artillery and didn't even phase Elioth. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you slow it down, when the clouds touch the humans, they turn into fleshy skeletons instantly. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. Um, now, the USS Eldridge was a ship rumored to be involved in the Philadelphia experiment back in the 50s. Okay. And the conspiracy is that using this high-tech military technology, they were able to render the ship invisible. Okay. Years later, it came out that it was all a hoax, and it was made up, and it never actually happened. Mm-hmm. But that's the story behind it. Oh, I didn't know that. Then, well, yeah. Then you know, they have their reunite, re, uh, reunion, and then, uh, and then we were jumping to where Loki was, or uh, classic Loki, and a few of them were inside this old building around a fire. Yes. And Mobius is talking about not remembering ever getting uh, an, an alligator version of Loki. That's, you said, the second time he doesn't remember something. Right. So could that be the TVA erasing his memory so many times? Or is there another variant of, of is there, Mobius? Yeah, right. because they were told that they're all variants. Exactly. So could there be another Mobius Around yeah. the TVA or something right. that we don't know about. We don't know yet. We have no clue. Well, while him and Gator and Young and Classic Loki are all talking about that, our Loki and Sylvie are outside and they're sitting Snuggling. on the hill and they're Snuggling. like, yeah, trying to you know come up with their plan. Right. To go after Elias and it was a cute moment. It it was like Loki conjured a blanket. Like the they reminded me of like the like kid love. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it was awkward. They didn't know how to be around I each other. I was waiting for a kiss there. Yep. I seriously was waiting I think, for a kiss I, there. I think the director of the show, or the showrunner, has come out and said that there's not going to be any more romance between the two of them. Not yet, anyway. It's kind of weird. I don't care. It is kind of weird. I mean. Why wouldn't you love yourself? Think about it. I don't know. It's kind of weird. 
I don't know if I'd want to hook up with a chick version of me. What if she was hot? I don't know. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after the cute moment, you know, they all come together. Uh, Sylvie gives Mobius the tempad because he said he's going to go back to TVA. And in his words, burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> so she gives him the tempad, and it was cute because he said to Loki, you know, good luck or whatever. Right. And he goes to shake Loki's hand. And they and have a Loki hug. actually went up to him and hugged him. Yep. And he said, thank you, my friend. Yep. It was really it was a, cute. It was a nice moment. Yeah. And then uh, Mobius takes off. He heads yep. back to the TVA, and Loki and Sylvie begin their descent towards Elioth. Yes. Now, jump back real quick. Ravona, Ravana, and um, Hunter B fifteen. Oh, that's right. I I did. I, I forgot about it because I didn't really think it was that interesting. Well, there was a quick moment where Ravona, Ravana, God damn it, Ravana, Ravana goes to see Hunter B fifteen and is trying to get some information out of her regarding Sylvie mm-hmm. because she knows that they had this connection. Um, yeah. And out of the entire conversation, she didn't really get any more information. Um, but Hunter B fifteen told her that she's never going to catch him. Mm-hmm. Right? Not before you're not going to catch up to him. Not before they do. Why yeah. is that? Because you only want it. She needs it. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Back to Loki and Sylvie charging at <laughs> Elias. Yeah, uh, young Loki. Gives our Loki the dagger, that that gold dagger that he had. Um, Remember, and Loki uses that dagger and spits fire out of it. Yeah, to distract Elias. But hold last, on, what? Le, le, excuse me, Leviathan. <clears throat> In Old Norse, it means damaged twig, and it's the mystical ancestral sword of Loki. Oh, okay. That's what that sword was. Okay, okay. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. It's okay. Well, yeah. Loki uses the dagger mm-hmm. to distract Elias so Sylvie can start uh, enchanting Elias. Now, during all this, mm-hmm. if you pay attention, you see a statue head of the Living Tribunal. Yeah. Laying out in the field. It's a huge statued head. Um, the Living Tribunal is basically the judge of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, we have yet to see him physically in the MCU, but this is the second reference of him. The first being in the first Doctor Strange movie when uh, Mordo had the staff of the Living Tribunal. Okay, okay. Yes. So, while this is all going on, classic Loki... Uses his powers. Well, yeah, regular Loki's distraction didn't work. Didn't work. And Elias put his eyes on Sylvie. That's right. And he started going for her, and Sylvie just, she she dropped her hand. She she, she figured it was the end. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just as Elias was about to uh, take Sylvie, all of a sudden this bright green light shows up out of nowhere and what is it? We find out that it's classic Loki, Richard E. Grant, classic fucking Loki, creates an illusion of the entire city of Asgard. Yeah, it was awesome. It was pretty fucking spectacular. Yeah. 
Well, and he, it was enough to drag or to get Elias attention. Oh yeah, because Elias he he was trying to destroy all the buildings and everything, the projections mm-hmm. of the buildings. And uh, Sylvie Loki gets back to Sylvie and holds her hand, and she's telling him, you know, you can. She says, "We're going to enchant it." That's right. And he says, "I don't know how." She says, "You're a Loki." She goes, "Yeah, you you can because we're the same." Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention to the score, the score they took a lot of elements from uh, the Ride of the Valkyries. I was about to say it, it sounds like. Dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 um, dun. I had the artist's name written down. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Ride, well, of, Ride of the Valkyries. Cool. Yeah. Richard Wagner's Ride of the Valkyries. Okay. Okay. Well, eventually, sadly, Elias does, you know, take uh, down it, it the projection. T- it took everything in Loki, old classic Loki's power to make that illusion. Yes. And he ran out of energy. And the cool thing was he yells at the end, glorious purpose. Yeah. And he starts laughing. And as he's laughing, we see Elias just take go, him. Yeah, take and him we out. see his helmet. Mm-hmm. Right. As Elias starts like. Was that, was that really classic Loki, though, or was it another illusion? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. It would, total Loki move would be that that was an illusion. Exactly. So Elias, he starts, you know. Coming back around, and at this point, we see Loki finally be able to enchant. Yeah, they both grabbed uh, a, a branch of Elias of the cloud. Yeah, yeah, they they were able to grab a hold of this branch and, and this uh, giant green like flash just and went gl- through it. Elias was barreling towards them, mm-hmm. and it, once again, right at the last minute. They make it. They enchant Elias, and the whole cloud turns this green color yeah. instead of the purple. It's and it, Loki green now, and it opens up like a curtain. Yeah, and Not, that's where another we Wizard see, of Oz reference. And that's where we see this looks like a kingdom, a, a castle, some, some of type some of fortress. Sort. Yeah. yeah, and in the background, the sky looks very quantum realmy. Quantum realmy. That's what I called it. And quantum. Also, realm-y. if you if you look, there's a white. Like a white beam mm-hmm. at the horizon, yeah. And out of and 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 some of the trailers and in that quick montage when we're zooming in on the big space rock, yeah. That white beam goes all the way across the horizon, and there's space below it as well. So some people are thinking that that's probably that could be representing the sacred timeline. I the sacred I see timeline that. or. Kang's timeline. I don't know. Yeah, we see Loki and Sylvie start walking now, what, into the opening there. And then, what do you think? Do you done. do you think that this is in outer space, or do you think that this is in the quantum realm? I'm gonna guess quantum realm. Quantum realm. Quantum realm. I, I'm I'm leaning towards the quantum realm. I'm leaning heavily towards the, the TVA itself. Being in the quantum realm. Yeah. Being yeah. in that city that we've seen in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, who do you think we're going to get at the, at the end of the tunnel? I call... I've been calling Kang, but now a lot of people were talking about how it could be a variant of Loki. Another variant of Loki. But I'm still going to say Kang because 
he is in charge of timeline. Like, uh, he's in charge okay. of the timeline. All right. And he's going to be, like, he's another big bad, the big bad, like Thanos. Mm-hmm. He's the next big bad we're going to be getting. Right. And I believe that this is our intro, this is going to be our introduction to him. And I, and I think it, it's going to show up, like, at the very end. Very, very end. Like, let's say they, they go and they see it is Loki, but he's working for Kang. And then we see Kang at the very, very end, and it's only, like, the last, like, two seconds we see him step through a door or something, and then, mm-hmm. boom, it's done. Here's what I'm thinking, okay? I my guess. I think that it's going to be a variant of Loki, and not only a variant of Loki, it's either going to be Tom Hiddleston... Or Richard E. Grant. Leaning more towards Tom Hiddleston. Okay. I think that they are going to use this variant of Loki and make him Immortus. Okay. In the comic books, Immortus is a variant of Kang that had conquered all of time and was in constant battle with the TVA. And the TVA... Uh, struck a deal with him. Okay. Gave him immortality and a section of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. To, and this is going to be your section of time to police. This is you're in charge of this. Okay. And then he changed his name to Immortus instead of Kang the Conqueror. I think it'd be easier for your average audience. Instead of bringing even more new characters, especially right at the end of a show, let's just make Amortis a variant of Loki who is working for Kang. Working right? for Kang, yeah. I think Kang's behind and it all. So the big battle at the end is going to be with it's gonna be a Tom V Tom final battle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then after that, and this is because these movies, they like to repeat themselves, right? Yeah. In the first Avengers movie, Loki was the big bad for the movie. And then in the post credit scene, we got our first hint of Thanos. Yeah, that's why I'm So at the end of this, yeah, right along with what you're saying, our big battle at the end is going to be with this variant of Loki that's a.k.a. our MCU Immortus. And um, then... Either at the very end or more likely during a post credit scene, yeah, we will get our first look at Kang. I'm surprised we didn't get a post credit scene in this last episode. I know. Because we did in episode four, so why wouldn't we get it in five? Unnecessary. And especially six, I'm praying. What were they going to show? Yeah, that's true. They, they want to leave everybody hanging for this last episode, I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, all I can say is that I absolutely loved it, and mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Two more days. I'm Two beyond days. excited. Yeah. Beyond excited for yes. the last episode. And then what? It's a bittersweet moment. What's after, uh, what's after Loki? What if? That comes in August. What if? What if series. That's the cartoon. That's right. That's right. And that looks like, really good. What if? <laughs> that looks like some multiversal madness. Yeah, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Well, tonight we're going to get started on the new Handmaid's. Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're going to come at you with some of that shit, too. Oh, yeah. We're not just Marvel. No. We're going to be covering all kinds of stuff. (laughs) I hope I went to say crap and stuff at the same time, and it came out. Chris stuff. (laughs) All right. Well. 
Let us know what you guys think. Let us know your theories and everything in the comments down below because we love reading all kinds of different theories and people's thoughts and you name it. All that. <laughs> all that stuff. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Yes. And uh, I'm Fred. I'm Adrian. And we're FNA. We're FNA. We'll see you. See you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.